0: 20 somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. We're talking about swinging or as it's
1: known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some swin-down. Technically an orgy requires a minimum of 6 participants. This is a new generation of swingers
0: waves have been coming at you on Friday, Saturday,
1: Sunday Oh. Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around Episode 9, the sex podcast focused on sex and swinging. I'm Cal.
0: I'm JB. So today we're going to have a little bit different of an episode. We're going to do another review episode. And yep, our
1: second review episode. The first one, uh, episode three or four, we, we reviewed the TV show Swingtown.
0: Yep. Great show. Check out the review. Um, this time around, we're going to review two items, actually. We're going to talk about Swing, it, which is a... Playboy
1: TV's uh, show on on swingers. Mm-hmm. And
0: as then... well
1: as the Sex is Fun book put out by the Sex is Fun podcast.
0: Credited by, written by Kidder Caper and then illustrated by Josh Lynch. So before we get started on that, let's do a little lifestyle chat.
1: Well, uh, one thing we did is this, was it this past weekend? No, the weekend, two weekends ago, we hit up the Detroit Dirty Show. So, JB, why don't you describe what that is?
0: Sure. I don't know if any other if the Dirty Show is in any other venue or any other city. I don't think it's one that travels. I don't think so. I think so. it's specific to Detroit, but I'm pretty sure there's other locations. I'm sure places like New York, Chicago, San Francisco, they probably have something similar to this. But basically, um, there's a warehouse that was rented out, and it was for essentially a, a sex art festival. So Yep, um, it is
1: just a... Uh, sex art show, and they—the website says that they showcase, um, like still art, f- photography, uh, art, as well as erotic media and shows.
0: Yep, live action art, which is pretty cool. So um, when we got there, number one, the the nice thing about it was is it was populated by all forms of people. So. There were probably swingers of all types. I would assume there's going to be swingers like us there. But then there's just people who enjoyed being open about their sexuality. So there's plenty of women walking around in sexy clothing like lingerie, which is pretty cool. Um, some provocative outfits, some more BDSM-inspired outfits, all kinds of stuff. It's mostly women, not so much the men. But, I mean, again, that's kind of what you see in the swinger community as well. And then... There were people from all age groups, too. I mean, it was it was 18 and up. No, Actually, the, no, when we went, it was 21 and up. Yeah, the night we went, it was, a bar.
1: it was 21 and up. They It runs for, I believe, two or three consecutive weekends. Only on the weekends, though. Um, th- Maybe Thursday through Saturday. I, Friday through Saturday, for sure. Maybe it's Thursday. Um, I'm not sure. But then they have some 18 and up. Uh, nights and yeah, then they I also think have since 21 and, and Sunday and Sunday were 18 and Friday and
0: Saturday mm-hmm. were, were 21 and all.
1: And I don't know the difference. I assume <laughs> the difference is just serving drinks at the bar, maybe. Probably. Probably. I mean, I, I don't mean... know if the
0: entertainment differed at all. I'm sure they didn't change out the art, but mm-hmm. the art was pretty inspiring. It tended to be things that I wouldn't necessarily put in my house just because of the level of nudity, but it was extremely, extremely creative.
1: Yeah, a lot of the stuff was, I would say it was about 75% well. Seventy percent artwork, or um, uh, erotic photography, and about thirty mm-hmm. percent artwork, and and there was just, some
0: sculpture as well.
1: Just like a typical art show or art gallery, if you've been to them, the the walls were lined with uh with the art, and then there was various tables and stuff that aisles uh, in the center, aisles that. and yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and 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 uh, they were available for purchase. So I really had a good time walking around to see which items had been purchased versus which didn't, and there tended to be a trend which I found interesting, the items that were typically purchased usually portrayed a woman and only a woman in some sexy pose, and they tended to be only nude on top or not nude at all, but in some kind of sexually provocative manner. So I'm assuming that that's the kind of art that people find maybe a little bit more tasteful. Or acceptable to put up in a bedroom or mm. in a bathroom, perhaps. And there's some that was that were kind of Victorian in inspired, inspired. Some that were black and white nude photography um, with you know varying messages of different types. So yeah. it, it was really interesting.
1: It was it was really cool to look at all the art. It was what I found fascinating is just the all the different all the different erotic art. I really haven't been. To, Neither one of us had been to an erotic art show like that. I mean, we, clearly we've we've seen a lot of erotic things, but not. And you'll see at various art shows. I know, uh, locally in our area, what the biggest, the big art fair is the Ann Arbor Art Fair, and that's a huge art fair. There's lots and lots of things going on there, and and you'll see a little bit of erotic art there, mm-hmm. but not a full showcase like this was. Yeah. And it was just interesting the range of of s- stuff that could be pulled straight from hustler, just this <laughs> the graphic nature of it and then then the more tastefully and, and classy or subtle erotic arts yep. And, um, and
0: some of the art was done to show a message. One paint, or one uh, photography that I, I really enjoyed was a bunch of butts and each butt was covered in different types of ice cream.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I think
0: actually a couple of them might have been vaginas that were covered in ice cream of varying types. And that was, it was pretty cool. It was interesting. You could eat off of it. And there there was another um piece that, it was red, white, and blue, uh, a graphic art picture of George Washington's face. But then in strategically placed rows throughout his face were three-dimensional cocks just sticking straight out of the photo, well, out of, yeah. the, out of the painting, and yeah. then the cocks moved up and down, which, at first glance, you didn't notice it because they moved slowly, but then yeah. you'd look away, and they'd be pointing up, and then yeah. they'd be pointing down. That
1: <laughs> was something right out of the, like, the 1960s annual, like pop art-style yeah. stuff. Yeah,
0: the George Washington was so like, <laughs> very, very pop art, and then all these cocks are sticking out. <laughs> that was pretty cool.
1: So let's talk about some of the live things, the live shows that were going on. Right when you walk in, they had... Uh, what appeared to be there wasn't any instruction just it was a show sort of but it um, was uh, a rope play and that yep. was
0: like rope suspension rope suspension that yeah. was pretty
1: interesting because that's not something we've dabbled in it's just interesting to see mm-hmm. the different configurations that they're in the contortions the
0: the sheer amount of rope I yeah, mean, the, in some the... cases they were just almost like mummified <laughs> in rope yeah. I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah and then uh, suspended that way
1: yeah and then I
0: have a hard time finding the sexuality in that outside of the human figure just being suspended so i'd be curious to, we didn't talk to any of the people who are actually engaging in it i'd be curious to know if they get sexual arousal from the type of bond I, it's a form of bondage so i would I, love to have a love QA to or a
1: that. like a, a seminar with just a probe just to probe their their minds and mm-hmm. learn learn more about it learn what it brings to them what aspect? Because I agree, I don't find it that sexual, and then, right. but so, maybe it's really
0: highly sexual. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I could see where somebody could find it sexual. I mean, you're you're nude while you're doing it for the most part. I mean, all the women who were suspended were all nude.
0: Were they you completely know? nude? I yeah. Thought somewhere in lingerie, like court. I thought it was one just, of them was, it was in just a titties and rope.
1: <laughs> 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 and then Ooh,
0: that that does not that makes my titties cringe a little. <laughs>
1: and then there was in the middle of the floor there was the middle of the show floor there was uh a like a, a bdsm little area where you could get spanked right i mean we've seen i mean we've seen stuff like that at, at after parties mm-hmm. and stuff and what it's probably it's it's the whole time i was there i was thinking this is probably the one night or one of the nights that individuals who don't get around you know who, who don't go to swinger parties who don't get to see this type of stuff all that often this is you know eye-opening for them to oh, see yeah. that i bet there the... was some
0: great sex being had the nights after that show oh i'm on. sure i'm sure because and it's then... it was such a sexually and charged they were atmosphere. just pulling the
1: randoms up to get spanked that's yeah. why we
0: almost got pulled in at one point <laughs> we almost <it> did <laughs> i d-
1: i didn't feel like getting spanked right then when you were like walking right past i didn't them. mean
0: to I, I didn't mean to almost get up, pull us in i i was trying to walk through the crowd and just chose a bad path <laughs> So and there was one one girl in particular. I think she came prepared, at least knowing that there might be something like this. Because well, she wore she sexy wearing, clothes. She was yeah. wearing a very short skirt and no underwear.
1: No, no, though no, she had a, she had a thong on. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, it, there's enough. Ass the one cheek that I'm exposed, thinking of. Yeah. And man, did she ever well, yeah, enjoy it? You have a it. thong, they,
1: your ass cheek is just gonna be out.
0: The crowd definitely got some pleasure out of watching her get spanked because the person who was who was doing the spanking was obviously a, you could say trained BDSM person they mm-hmm. were, they were there working for the show and they just kept on upping the amount of pressure and the the amount of hit and you could really hear it smacking her and with with a bigger flogger too a big paddle and he wasn't reaching a threshold on her
1: yeah no she was just taking it and they were smacking her for a long time and they she were. was loving it and it was it was a uh, pretty good show because she was pretty hot and she was just getting a lot of snacks, and I was watching her face to see if she was wincing. She was not wincing at yeah. all she was she was loving everybody enjoying of it.
0: it, and we were standing next to a couple, and the girl kind of turned around and looked at me and shook her head and goes, "There's no way I could never there's no way <laughs> I could do that." It's just interesting because you know she might enjoy it. she might not I bet that the woman who said that to me had never really truly been spanked and and given it the opportunity, so yeah. yeah. I hope that being at that kind of a show would actually result in you being a little bit more open-minded to it.
1: Yeah. What's funny is we had just bought, I don't know, a few weeks ago before we decided we were going to go to the Dirty Show, we were looking for some f- piece of tasteful art but something erotic for mm-hmm. we have a spot just in our master bathroom that we wanted to put something cool up, so we bought uh just the... Black and white painting or a black and white photo, kind of a smoky. It's at first you can't even notice that there's a naked woman there, which is what we were going for—something mm-hmm. tasteful for the Very bathroom, subtle. something. And
0: we actually ordered it from Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, it came. From, but I don't know if we actually would have found anything at the dirty show that we wanted to put up. But there was it was there was th- some similar that would have been the place. There, there was a lot of stuff similar. So mm-hmm.
0: we actually took away a few websites for different artists that we wanted to check out. Um, <laughs> there's one artist who does really cool zoomed in photos of women's breasts and their stomachs and he puts little figurines on them to make it look like someone's climbing the mountain, which is the yeah. titty. Or yeah. like there there's a couple where the woman still has a, a bit of a little patch of mound hair, yeah. just pube hair. Yeah, bush. Bush, yeah, bush. I can't think of the word bush. <laughs> and there's a golfer standing in it, like he's in the rough, yeah. and the tee's kind of in the distance near one of the titties. And it's
1: it's 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 funny because all you can see... Is you don't see any of the pussy, you just see yeah, it's very you, shadowed. You just see the hair, white. yeah. You just see the hair, and you see the little golfer uh, figurine in there. It's very funny. I we're actually going to look into getting so, getting something humorous for the bedroom because there's some funny stuff there.
0: Yeah. So I think it's called Bodyscapes.
1: Body, yes, but I think Bodyscapes Yeah. For those of you who want to,
0: yeah, it's check pretty it funny. Out. I mean, if you at first glance, if you don't notice like the navel or the nipple, it almost blends in. You almost don't tell that it's a body, but yeah. They were pretty funny. We found that art to be pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. So, so then, and then there's the live show yep. part of it, too. So they had uh, probably about 15 feet up in the air were a few poles with cage dancers suspended, um, both men and women who were dancing around throughout the show. And then they had a, a front and center, they had a stage, and they had all kinds of acts on, on the stage when we sat down to watch they had a number of drag queens come out and do their lip syncing numbers, and
1: I had never seen that before. And I, and was, I have,
0: so I knew what to expect. It was
1: interesting. It, it was funny. Nothing, nothing about it was erotic for me. Yeah. Uh, for I mean, but but they were funny. i they, they were humorous. I've
0: seen some better looking drag drag women. We there were only three when we were there. Um, one of them was probably a three hundred and fifty pounder, so she yeah. wasn't particularly attractive. And the other two were okay, but. Yeah. I've been to a drag show before for a, a Bachelorette party and we actually had a really good time. So and I, I found myself giving them tips because they looked so much like women and they were fearless and fierce and dancing and I couldn't see a penis or balls for the life of me. So and their tits were bigger than mine, so
1: But then they had a burlesque dancer and she was I thought she was she rocked great. The house. She She has the perfect body for it, incredibly toned. But curvy, mm-hmm. the—I
0: wouldn't be surprised if she was a bodybuilder. I think she was that muscular to be, a, but
1: not grotesque. I don't. No, not y- grotesque. You always use the term bodybuilding. But that's what
0: it is. It is,
1: but it's like body sculpting. It's like to- body toning. So
0: she would be the kind of person that would participate in the fitness like contest a or a physique person. contest. Yeah, but not yeah. the because. If you're a female bodybuilder, there's for those of you out there, I'm, I've been interested in this. So there's there's three different types of bodybuilding. There's like a physique based bodybuilding, and then there's the muscle based, and then there's just a swimsuit competition. And all she I ever, would be the middle version.
1: Yeah, all I ever think of when I when I hear bodybuilding is like you know getting huge muscles. Yeah, and... no,
0: she wasn't like that, and I don't no. want to be like that. No, either. but she, I want to be kind of middle of the road. She did
1: great. She she rocked the house. She had. She took her time getting. She took naked. her time. She had about four different outfits. She had about four different, mm-hmm. you know, layers of clothing, but each they were all skin tight. She came out with a dress, and then after a few minutes, that came off, and then a corset, and then eventually she was just down to her underwear and heels, and that was pretty. Did fucking she hot.
0: have um, pasties on her nips? I'm trying to remember. No, I don't think so. Yeah, and then no. she had the big uh, feather fans. Yeah, which she did a great job of strategically covering and then uncovering yeah. as she danced, which it was, was very really hot. great. Yep.
1: So that was the dirty show. It was oh, There's
0: the... one more one more part of the show that we oh, yeah. saw that the, was just crazy. The
1: the it was the first time I'd seen in person the body suspension the mm-hmm. I don't I should know the actual terms. I should look this up, but the hook play I I guess where you're hanging on hooks and mm-hmm. That is just so insane to me. There was she was just hanging by two hooks from her back.
0: So imagine for anybody who hasn't seen this before or doesn't know what we're talking about, imagine pulling the flap of skin right around your shoulder blades from your back, pulling maybe about a one-inch thick or so piece of skin on both sides, right right above both your shoulder, right around both your shoulder blades, and then putting a hook through it and suspending yourself from that. mm Mm-hmm. And we weren't sitting down immediately in front of the stage when they put the hooks in the girl. I assume that she already had holes started for this, um, that she wasn't, you know, actively bleeding on stage or anything. So I, I assume she's been pierced already and that these were just, um, the hooks were being put into already existing holes or scars. But when we heard the crowd start to clap and go crazy, we turned around and there there's this girl just suspended. And at one point she was holding on to another girl.
1: Like yeah, holding someone was, else up yeah. while suspended, yeah, so double the weight. Pulling like the weight was the amount of weight she was holding from just the back on her skin was crazy. And I know that there's a whole subculture of individuals who are into that, and that is not something that interests me at all in doing it. But it's fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. It was it was incredibly fascinating to. And, and
0: I can imagine it's it goes back to that rush that you get with of sexual pleasure mixed with pain just the the sadomasochistic
1: yeah, to the ex- piece of it to to the extreme the endorphins are going so, mm-hmm. it,
0: so it was yeah. really interesting yeah it was
1: very cool you could buy any of the art that was displayed and then they had a, a smaller or a smaller area where there was much more uh, re- uh, reprints and everything so it was mm-hmm. it was it was pretty cool um that was the we hadn't even heard about this it it doesn't get much press, but we hadn't even heard about it till this year and it was the fourteenth annual one mm-hmm. but I guess they don't need to because it's it's the warehouse that it's at isn't the biggest place, but so it it sells out um
0: yeah. yep. so
1: we'll put a link to it in in our show notes so then you can. Check it out for next yeah. year. It's if, already it's, if you're
0: in the Midwest, it's, it's definitely worth going it's to for, visit. It's, it's over
1: for this year, but next year the fifteenth should be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, they we're, have it
0: around Valentine's Day every year. Yeah, we're so. definitely
1: gonna make sure make make it an annual thing.
0: So, I got one other piece of business I just want to bring up briefly, and that's that this year's Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition's out. Oh, <laughs> so I happened to come across an ad for it in one of the news articles that I read, and the ad was just the front cover. It was Kate Upton does it again or something like that because apparently she was on the cover last year and i was just drawn in by like tits mcgee holy cow did she have good tits it
1: was pretty hot so and... i let you
0: know that that the issue is out so we picked it up it's it's a good issue i i've enjoyed looking through it <laughs> i have to yeah. admit
1: yeah it's always it's always hot to check that out and seeing kate upton in the and and antarctica it's pretty yeah. it's pretty hot
0: and what we were talking about is that kate upton doesn't have your classic supermodel body maybe your victoria's secret model type body with with
1: no she's even a she's little bit curvace- bigger than that she's more she voracious. i was just looking at it <laughs> before we started to record <laughs> i was i was i was well because i actually haven't read i think you looked at it more than i have i've
0: looked through it i haven't read anything I, to be honest i don't think there's much text to read but but she not not like a playboy she's not even
1: like a victoria's secret uh she's even bigger than that and i like that because she has the body style that i like she's got mm-hmm. she's a little bit thicker but she's you know not uh Thick girl, but she's geez.
0: muscular, but not. I wouldn't. She's even not say really that. toned. I wouldn't
1: even say that she's toned. I mean, she's very sexy, but she's great, doesn't. She's not tits. flabby
0: either, though, because there's no. no rolls. If she, if that was flab, there'd be rolls. Yeah, no,
1: there's no rolls, but so
0: she's she's about as toned as you can be without seeing, but I the like seeing a woman tone. like
1: that getting the kind of press that she is, and I, I wish do it too, was more that's my,
0: that's my body type. I actually, so it's,
1: well since you brought it up, I guess I'll uh, talk about this. I, I last week or so, I had read an article about. There's a lot of models out there who are really upset that Kate Upton gets as much press as she does because they work so hard to make their bodies so, so thin and here she is getting all this press for, and she's getting on the cover of Sports Illustrated and she's got this bigger body and there's my, and it's just a little annoying that there's these models out there who are complaining that they're so thin. Well,
0: it's, you don't, you don't yeah. have to be,
1: I mean... The, it's uh, time to
0: shake up the industry, the industry a little bit. I'd love to turn it on its head and have more I models would, like Kate Upton. Because, I mean, number one, it's beautiful. Number two, it's sexy. And number three, it's realistic. It's more like a real woman. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I mean, that's that's the same thing with Marilyn Monroe. They say that had she lived in t- by today's standards, she'd be a size 16. Or at least a size 12. Which that means nothing to me. In women's in women's, <laughs> in women's okay. clothing, it's, it's, you know, model size is 0 to 4, so... Put that into context of yeah. if if Marilyn Monroe is a twelve, that's like three times the size of a of a classic runway model.
1: Yeah, but no, it is great seeing seeing her. But it really is only her that I can even think of that's got the little bit more curvier of a yeah. body. I mean, Victoria's Secret models, yes, they're bustier, but they still they are very, very bit, skinny.
0: They're skinny in the in the waist. They tend to have a little bit wider hips, too, sometimes. But they're still very thin. Like, if you were to look at them from the side, they'd be a lot thinner than than looking at Kate Upton mm-hmm. from the side. But
1: I'd, I'd much rather look at more realistic and attractive-looking women. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. So, all so right, go with, Sports Illustrated.
1: So with that, let's move on to our review we're gonna start with talking about uh playboy tv swing first Mm -hmm. and this is a show that we discovered and it's it's shown on playboy tv but there are various ways that you can there that you can find it on on the internet and you can there's episodes you can download and check out and so why don't you give a description uh a, sort of a description of the show and because sure. each each episode follows the exact same yeah, format so there's why do format you...
0: to it so the the essential format is there's a house full of swinging couples established swinging couples and by established they are couples that have been swinging for anywhere from around a year to 10 years but they're they're established couples some are married some are not married and they are in a party house you know, it's this Playboy, so it's not the Playboy Mansion, but it's a, it's a nice house with a pool and all that. And the premise is a new couple who is looking to get into swinging. They're newbies, haven't necessarily done anything in the swinging world. They are invited to go to this house for a weekend. And they're given a contract that they can sign that says that for this one weekend, all rules of typical monogamy are no longer applicable. But any rules that they want to set, they're allowed to set. So if they want to say same room only or no full swap or, you know, whatever types of rules they may have pre-established for themselves, they can write in and they both sign the contract and then they're let loose in the house. And it's really great to, to watch because it, it's it's just really sexy as these couples come in, they start to mingle with the established couples and then they start to pick out, you know, who are they attracted to, who aren't they attracted to, what are they comfortable with. There's a whole sex room in the basement of this house that looks absolutely amazing. It actually looks very similar to the desire sex room that we've talked about Um the previous it, episode. It
1: looks like a great place to have an awesome after party for yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> so, so the premise is basically that the guy and the girl start to mingle, and and they're they're given sexy situations, little games to play, and and party scene. Of course, there's drinking involved if if they want to have some drinks, and we just get to watch and be a fly on the wall as everything unfolds.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool because the the format is does get repetitive, so you don't, we, we don't marathon it the way we watch other shows, but when we're in a, a sexy mood, one a week or so, we'll watch these episodes, and they're all the exact same structure, but the interactions can be very different depending on the couple, mm-hmm. and their comfort with the, with each other, their comfort with the lifestyle, and their comfort with, Everything that's going on and the rules that they've pre-established yep. for their expectations coming to the house. And every every couple's a little bit different.
0: Yep. It's set up very much like a reality show where they do candid interviews with the established couples, candid interviews independently with each of the new people. And then the cameras are just around while people are free to mingle. And they don't hold back on what the cameras show. They show it all. So yeah, the yeah. kissing, the sex. It's played by T V so you... you it's it's watching a porn essentially. Well
1: with the exception of seeing actual cock and pussy fucking action you see everything else. You you'll see a blowjob just like you'd see it in a porn. You'll see the You see the guys see humping
0: the... but you don't necessarily see them well, yeah. in terms There's of no zooming in. In
1: terms of the sex, it's like what you'd see on a softcore porn. You don't you see them humping but you don't actually see the penetration. Mm-hmm. But you'll see they'll they show blowjobs, uh you, you you see the penis, you see the yeah. girl sucking. I'd put it and... maybe
0: a, a half step above a softcore porn, but not well, quite a hardcore. I mean,
1: I mean the actual s- sex. It's a, yeah. it's it's above because in a softcore porn, you know, the Skinamax, you don't actually see a cock. You never see her sucking on it. You just see, you know, they do various shots where you see the girl's head bobbing. Here yeah. you actually see her yeah, sucking. Yeah, you see the whole thing. But We've you don't actually see this. You, double don't...
0: dildo action with girl on girl. Yeah. We've seen all kinds of stuff.
1: But you don't... Well, wait, actually... I take that back. I would say usually you don't see the penetration but I'm actually thinking back There might be a
0: time or two where I'm you're thinking good. back yeah. to
1: the one episode where oh I don't remember his name what the the big muscular garen uh, garen I think was I don't know he was he was it was it was one of the only episodes where the there's I would say full swap or swap at all in terms of uh, sex is mm-hmm. Is more rare on the show. There's a lot. There's tons yeah. and tons of soft. Shopping. But then
0: again, this is newbies getting exactly. into it. This is their but first no, I first think opportunity.
1: I'm actually now thinking that I that there was penetration that you can see in that one episode.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I don't think they go out of their way to hide it. But no. I don't think they don't go out of their way to show it either. So 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 overall impressions of the show since we're kind of giving it a review is i think this is a great show for anybody who's in the lifestyle or thinking about getting into the lifestyle or even if you're not thinking about getting in the lifestyle but you just want something sexy to watch
1: yeah that's that's it's interesting for who the target audience is for this i think if you're a swinger it's the you're the audience is you if if mm-hmm. you're already a swinger because it's there's not a lot of material out there that depicts the lifestyle so yeah and if you aren't in the lifestyle but you want to fantasize yeah, I think that's it's, also for it's you it's perfect
0: for fantasizing if you aren't in the lifestyle
1: but for but and what fa- what I mean is for those who who aren't even sure if they want to do it but it's yeah. a cool fantasy but for those individuals who are thinking about getting into it that is the avenue that I'm not sure if it's the best if you're because Honestly,
0: it's, I think it's great because well, they if, they interview existing couples. Well, I think you no, get a lot of perspective. Yeah, the interviews like, are what great.
1: The interviews are great. I think it depends. If you watch the show, if 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 you watch every episode and you're new, I think that's good because you'll see the full gamut. But if yeah. you happen to turn in, if you're a new couple and you, and the only episode you happen to see is a full swap episode, then that might kind of like an ep, like that might kind of turn you off.
0: Yeah, I I think. The point to keep in mind if you're a newbie and you're watching the show is that everyone's experience is different. And you'll get that if you watch the whole season because there there's a variety of experiences well, and a variety of experiences. That's what comfort I mean. Levels. If you watch the full
1: season, but if you just happen to flip on an episode yeah. and you happen to see one, or if you see one like we just saw season season one, episode one. Season two episode. Season two, one. episode one, where the couple just blew up. It's the first I want to talk about that episode specifically in a moment, but it's the first episode where the couple just blew up and it was a complete disaster. If that's the only if that's the only episode you see, yeah. you know, it doesn't paint it in the best light. There's so, one other
0: episode where the couple had a fight but they ended up making yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, they night. made
1: it up. This is the one So so I guess we can talk about We'll, we'll, we'll trade this into season two for a minute, because there's some shakeups that happen in season two. The primary swinging cast remains the same, but the location changes mm-hmm. and the host changes. Yep. So, actually, sorry, I am going to back up for a moment. Um, the one thing we didn't talk about is the, in season one, they would, at the end of the episode or after they had done their, had, they had their, swinging night and they had done whatever they did they would always meet with a sex therapist in the morning
0: mm-hmm. and... yeah i mean the, the format is a couple arrives on what we believe to be is a friday night mm-hmm. and they they arrive they have or it could be a saturday afternoon when they arrive but they they get there they've got um basically all day with this sw- with the swingers all evening with the swingers and then the following morning they wake up and they're uh, they have the opportunity to meet with a sex therapist to talk about their experiences. So they meet uh, together as a couple, and then they meet individually with a the therapist. Mm-hmm.
1: And so in season two, they change the location. It's not; it's no longer what looks to be a really nice house. It actually looks to be...
0: looks kind of like an apartment like complex. Like an apartment kinda complex kinda or condos. Or a converted hotel, maybe. Or
1: something. And then the host is um different. The first season has... Um, Anna David, who I've never seen before her, but... Davis. Anna Davis. No, I, th- I think it is Anna David. Well, either way. <laughs> um, and she's not... And then they have a separate sex therapist. And in season two, the host um, has a... I was looking it up on Wikipedia. She has a little bit more um, uh, clinical therapy mm-hmm. c- credentials, and so she handles hosting duties, and she also handles the, the, therapy the clinical therapy yeah. duties, and
0: I have to laugh. There's there's at least one episode where it's time for the evening party, where again, similarly to Desire, the couples are they've put on their themed clothing for the evening and they're having some drinks and some icebreakers. And the host Anna would always come out and say, introduce the new couple for the second time and just give everybody a toast and say, "Have a good good time tonight." She'd usually say some kind of sexy little swinging quip and and then be gone for the evening. And there's at least one time where she was noticeably tipsy. Yeah,
1: that was funny. With her
0: lines. It was funny. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. That was really, like, it was noticeable that yeah. she was slurring Especially her words a little when we bit. watched
0: the next episode and compared them. It was yeah, funny. Yeah.
1: Very funny. And yeah, it is, they always have every, like I said, every episode is very structured. They're incredibly the same, mm-hmm. where they'll get. They'll get there, they'll have afternoon activities, and they'll have yep. evening activities. And the daytime
0: icebreakers look like they'll, fun, they'll too. They'll always
1: have a theme, like like you mentioned, casino theme. Just like just like a, any... That's like this, what swingers do, is they pick a theme, <laughs> and then they have costumes.
0: Swingers like to dress up. I mean, it gives you a good reason to, to have variety. And, and really, it's a fantasy lifestyle. So that's what the themes do, is they encourage some fantasy play mm-hmm. and role play.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, the icebreaker just like you mentioned. That's another really good reason to watch the show is Mm -hmm. every episode they have afternoon icebreakers. Yep, and an evening icebreaker too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so you like I've learned about icebreakers that I didn't even realize and Yeah,
0: there's one where they set up a pool of pudding and a pool of jello and then I believe they hid somewhere within the pool a a cock or a dildo and you had to like go in there and search around for it. And there was, everyone was naked playing around in a pool of jello. What are
1: some of the other funny ones? The, the cover, cover the girls tits and pussy with uh, sh- uh, shaving cream and yep. then use a squirt gun while you're blindfolded to squirt it, to squirt it off. And whoever un- uncovers the genitals first is the winner. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty cool to, to see some icebreakers. And one episode was, um, was uh the card game... What was it called? Truth or Dare. Truth or, yeah, Truth or Dare. Yep, it was Triple X, Truth or Dare. Triple X, yep. And we had to seek that out. We, we, we That that game looked so awesome that we yeah. stood there and tried to they didn't, pause it. They frame didn't actually by f- say what
0: the name no, of they the game was. No, they didn't say what game they were. So, so we had to
1: pause it, go frame by frame. What is that card? And it's really blurry. We're, we spent about 20 minutes trying to figure out what that game was. And we finally figured it out and tracked it down. You can buy it, but what's I've also found... And I started following her on Twitter, and has some interaction with her with her on Twitter is um is XXX Truth or Dare I believe on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But they have a Android app that is pretty cool. You, it's just like the card game where, and they have a card game for swingers for couples, and they have another one too, a hardcore pack I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's. It's my understanding that it's just like the card game. Because we were almost we we're going to buy the actual card game. Yep. And then we found out that there was an Android app coming. Yeah. And and... It's, it's pretty
0: cool because you basically pick a card from a virtual deck of Truths or a virtual deck of Dares. And for the Android app, the free portion is just regular Truth or Dare sexy cards. Mm-hmm. But then for a fee, I forgot what it was. I think like $3. It's a pretty nominal yeah. fee. You can get uh, sets of cards that are geared specifically towards swingers. Or that are geared for hardcore, like Cal was saying, and they're they're pretty good cards actually. They're, yeah. They're really good for if you have like another couple over at your house, or another couple couples, or you're mm-hmm. at a party, maybe a more intimate house party. It's a great way to not only break the ice, but to give you some unique ideas for questions to ask one another, or things to do to one another. Mm-hmm. Like uh, give a member of the opposite sex a thirty second lap dance. Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll detail it a little bit more when we we have plans for a icebreakers and sex game show in the future. Maybe, maybe two separate episodes. Mm-hmm. We haven't decided yet, but we'll talk more about it then. But yep. uh, everybody, go out and check out that that game. And if you do, uh, let them let, let them know that Swingin' around sent you. Yep. So, what else about the what else about the show?
0: I think one important thing to note is that we've had sex during every single episode because it gets us so turned on. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, I. I I can't sell this show enough. We've really enjoyed this show. I do have to remind you, there's, there's variety to it. Because some couples adapt really well to the swinging lifestyle and they take to it, like, a fish in water. And other couples have a hard time where maybe the woman has a hard time or the man has a hard time because they don't know what they're going to feel like, and, and that to me is really realistic. But even, even so, every episode has sex yep. of some kind because yes. the the swingers, the established swingers, they're there to fuck. That's what they're going to do, and they do it, and they do it well, and they're, they're sexy. Everybody in that house is sexy. Playboy did a, a fantastic job of recruiting sexy people of all different backgrounds and different – sexual desires there's a girl who's with she's there with a man but she's about 90 percent lesbian so they they only really ever do girl girl and girl play there's a guy who proclaims himself as the the squirter because he says he can make any woman squirt oh I, yeah we have was... yet to actually see that on the show yeah but... we haven't
1: seen yeah he proclaimed it. we haven't seen it yet. yeah
0: i mean it doesn't mean it hasn't happened and
1: but... then i want to go back you you emphasize it, but I kind of breezed over it because I was talking about some other point. But the mm-hmm. interviews that they do uh, with the, not the couples, the new couples who are there, but the, the established couples with the little vignettes, you know, the 30-second vignettes that they mm-hmm. do, and those are really awesome because you really get a sense of just how well swinging can Im- not only be part of your life, but improve your life, mm-hmm. be this integral part of your relationship, but and, and how good your relationship can be because of it and also, regardless of it. You, I mean, yeah. these are couples who have great relationships and it's it's, it's, it's cool just to see them in little mm-hmm. every yeah. uh, the little the little breaks. They talk uh,
0: about how they got into it or what keeps them into it, or what they do to keep the spice in their relationship. Mm-hmm. all types of different topics. and it's interesting to see how the, their answers to various questions vary. And it doesn't have anything to do with the number of years that they've been in it. It's just each couple reacts to the lifestyle a little differently.
1: Now, this could be a strategic part on the show's uh, trying to trying to not be too out there for just like we were talking about to not be too extreme to mm-hmm. to you know fighting off uh, people. But I do wish that you'd see a little bit more interaction with the males. It's always I feel like ninety percent of the episodes, the females are coming in and they're doing stuff and the males there's two or three episodes where the guys don't even do anything. And mm-hmm. that's the couple who comes in and they're it's it's their choice and that's the choice that they've made. But I just part of my fantasy, I want to see the guy get involved in there. I want to see him getting coming into the house and getting blown and We
0: have seen that, but I, I think part of that too might just be the man not wanting to do be too much of a predator. Well yeah,
1: you, and you don't want to put you don't i mean i know exactly what's going on you don't want to feel like first of all i think the show might be trying to have couples who aren't where it's not too crazy
0: i mean there's definitely couples who went in there in full slot yeah yeah
1: definitely we i mean there's at least two we've already talked about that but then i also think that you know just like in real life guys kind of want to let the girls lead Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be too pushy and yeah. i mean that's what any swinger guy can relate to that
0: i think in a but, lot of relationships it's the woman who's more reserved or more maybe not reserved that might be the right word but more concerned about the impact that the swinging will have in the relationship exactly I, and and so i think that the guys are coming into it a little bit more conservatively to try and make sure their women are comfortable
1: i don't think it's any secret that you as we've talked about, you always want to go at the person who's a little slower pace. Yep, the
0: pace of the slower and person. And
1: I don't think it's any secret that that's usually the the woman. And so mm-hmm.
0: the Although guys, not always.
1: The guys just want to make sure that their girls feeling comfortable. But yeah. for me, watching the show, fantasizing about this hot situation, I want to see them getting in there and having some fun. Which which you do a lot, but that's yeah. Just...
0: Although that's not necessarily realistic because these people are portrayed as first time swingers. Yeah, yeah. So if they were new to the lifestyle but it wasn't their first time i think what we'd see on camera would be a lot different mm-hmm. but there'd also be less chance for drama and reality tv there's always people want to see drama
1: exactly so and
0: that's that's another piece and i would of it. say
1: that for the most part things go well there's minimal drama there's some fights but man oh man we just got done finished watching um the first episode of season two and that like I, I mentioned a few minutes ago that they just blew up the guy ended up he couldn't... Spoilers. She, oh, yeah. Well, you don't watch the show for spoilers. You watch it just to see you what... You watch it to
0: fuck. Yeah, yeah. Our, our rule, actually, in our household is if we're watching Swing, we have no pants on. Because that way, <laughs> yeah. should we decide to fuck, which we will, there's no uh, having to take off the pants and the underwear, no awkwardness. The goods are already out.
1: But the male in, the, the male in this particular episode was... He, he he wasn't as comfortable as his girl. She was... They had swapped in the red room the the fuck room, and she was she was having sex and he was getting blown and he wasn't getting hard and he was feeling really self conscious and he got up and left. I mean, long story short, he just felt like he and I actually really sympathized with him that he didn't yeah, feel like too. that he didn't feel like she was being sympathetic and empathetic. Right. Well, she she
0: came out to check on him and he wanted to go to bed and and maybe just be the two of them. And he let her know that he was uncomfortable and having some problems with the situation. And her response was essentially, oh, that's too bad, honey. And then she went right back yeah, in. Yeah,
1: yeah. She was not. She. She. So
0: I, I, I don't think she, she took was the time to she understand was She did not care about through. his
1: feelings. And so that blew up. And he actually ended up leaving the house. And that was interesting because that's never happened on the show before. No. So that was. That was uh, a drama. And, and we, like you mentioned, we always have sex during the episode. And we had finished up before all the drama started happening, which yeah. was good, because that would have been a real it mood killer.
0: <laughs> it, it sure would have been. And you can tell it was a mood killer for the house, too. And I think that happens even at regular swinger parties when you're hanging out with swingers. Any kind of drama, it brings about tension, and it it really affects everybody in the mm-hmm. area.
1: So I think that's about it for Swing. Yeah, Make I sure give it, to check I it, give out. it
0: two, two tits up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, Earlier today, I was looking on their website, and... I guess they are currently casting for season three, oh, so. we should
0: totally try out for that. So
1: if you actually want to sign up and potentially be on this show, you can go to playboytv.com slash swingcasting. And, which sounds a lot like podcasting, or, you know, something yeah. something related to podcasting. Swingcast. Yeah, but playboytv.com slash swing casting and look, look like you just give your name and a little blurb and i assume if they like you or whatever then they'll ask you to
0: send in send send it more because
1: they always show on the tv they show a video they always yeah. show like a, a, a video a you know video. yeah an audition video so i assume that they you wouldn't send that in until they ask you that you like you pass that but if you check it out and if you if any of our listeners decide to uh, audition or get through, or even or or even submit their information to potentially be on the show. Let us know. That'd yeah. be very interesting. If you
0: watch the show, let us know your thoughts, your feedback. I'd just be curious to find out how other listeners view the show because I I really like it. I think it's yeah. pretty sexy. Yeah,
1: definitely. So let's move on to talking about sex is fun. Creative ideas for exciting sex. So well, the, well, let's give a little bit of background. I. We had found out about this book through uh, one of the first sex podcasts that we started listening to, which is called Sex is Fun. It's still going on. It's had it had over three hundred and fifty episodes. Go check it out. It's it's a pretty cool podcast. It's had Mm -hmm. some it's had some changes over over time. A couple of one of the main the actually the main author of the book that we're gonna be talking about left the podcast, but it's still going strong. So go check it out. It's Sex is Fun.
0: It's a great variety of sexually yeah, charged sexually sexually related it's just, content it's
1: it's a um it's all aspects of sex swinging mm-hmm. every every aspect of sex is covered so yep. um go check that out it's a cool podcast but so they Kidder caper the person who ran the podcast worked for great sex games and he would always talk about his sex games that he was working on different sex games he actually uh was a co-designer of the uh game Life on the Swing set I believe is what it's called. And we actually will be reviewing that later down the Mm -hmm. line. We have that game. But he also would always talk about his book that he had called Sex is Fun. So um, listening to the podcast, it got us very intrigued about it. And we happened to be at our local sex shop, I don't know, maybe two, three months ago. And they happened to have a copy of Sex is Fun. So we're thumbing through it and decided to pick it up. So we'll go ahead and talk about that.
0: So Sex is Fun is an illustrated book um it's it's it essentially reads like a big comic book
1: yep yep it's uh and it's, it's all about sex it's essentially a graphic novel it's mm-hmm. uh it's you know just comic panels just like any done just like any comic book you might have seen so that might be a turn on for some of you or or, or a positive for some of you but it might be a turn off for some of
0: you it's so. it's a little over 200 pages but don't let that be daunting because i read it in about two hours yeah it's it's, it's a very quick read
1: for any of you who are into graphic novels which we are and we uh, plug for a future episode we're going to be having is swinging in sex in graphic novels and sequential art. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that in the future.
0: The, so. the reason I like this format for this book is because anytime you're talking about sex, especially if you're talking about toys or positions or other things, we run into this too. It's, it's really hard to describe accurately a sex position or a toy and proper ways to insert or different methods of massage or various sexual things. It's very hard to describe when you're just listening. And even transferring that and translating it into text, I think, is difficult for people to understand what you're getting at. And so this book breaks that barrier because it has a little bit of text and a lot of bit of drawings. A
1: lot of pictures, a lot of graphics. And they're, they're well they, drawn. They're pretty funny. They do not funny. hold back. They're very funny. They don't hold back at all. They show everything. You'll see cum squirting everywhere. You'll see <laughs> pussy spread, cock spread.
0: But it's done in a cartoony kind of fashion. And
1: the other thing that I'd like to mention, which is really good... It, the, the progressive nature of the book is that it's a pansexual book. It, it, it has d- um, depictions of heterosexual couples, gay and lesbian couples, and, and a mix of everything. So it's a, uh, and they even say in the forward that, you know, we might show a depiction with a heterosexual couple or with a lesbian couple, but you should be able to adapt that to whatever relationship you're in. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very inclusive to everyone in that, in that, uh, yeah, in, in that depiction. Yeah, so. so
0: my overall impressions of the book are so-so. I, I have to admit it. Um, it's oh, to, well, to I'm... me, it's it's only so-so because it doesn't get into any sort of depth in any of the topics. Now, it it covers a variety, wide variety of topics, and uh, Cal wrote down kind of what the topics were. So I'll, I'll read those off, so you kind of have an idea of what the different sections are. It's broken down into essentially six categories seven categories from getting started. Uh, sex that arouses the mind, sexual touch, oral sex, bumping uglies, and fantasy sex. Um, So those are, those are the broad categories. And then within that, there's individual topics, um, anything from anal play to G-spot stimulation to writing a sexy letter or learning to talk mm-hmm. dirty. I mean, it's it's a wide variety of topics. And so I think if you're a couple who's looking to be more erotic with one another looking for ways to play with one another, and you just want some new, fresh ideas, this is a great book to give you new, fresh ideas. But it's not going to give you any kind of depth. It, no, not, it, not at uh, all. Two, it's, it's... two pages on anal play is not enough. Two pages on, on G-spot stimulation for the man I mean, or for the woman, it's, it's, it's not enough.
1: It's not enough, and they do have some good illustrations to let you know where things are, the anatomy. I have to say that the first the first few chapters, I think, are good... And really give you a, a sense, if you don't know where the male prostate is, they show you, a, uh, you know, they yeah. uh, cut out a uh, cut out picture of, of a male and mm-hmm. exactly where the G or the, you know, the prostate is. And, and well, same with
0: like the female G spot and, and where that is on the inside. But
1: part of the issue that and I agree with you that, that books only so so I would I'll start off with saying I do recommend it. I definitely recommend it.
0: But you have to have your expectations at the right partially spot.
1: Partially because...
0: It's a good read. It's, it's a Partially because read. I want
1: to support, you know, sex positivity, and it's very yeah. sex positive. And also I want to, uh, you know, support the podcast and the And other... support
0: graphic art as a medium also, well, that's actually. Yeah,
1: yeah that, I mean, we're fans of graphic art, so we will support that. Part of my issue is that I have a few major issues with it. And I guess I don't know if I should go into positives. Well, I've already started talking about the issues, so yeah. well, we can go I'll, I'll, I'll roll with it. But... I think that the book suffers from it lacking a clear audience that they're writing to because yeah, they're trying it to write for everybody. They're trying to write for everybody, but it's so graphic that it could be a humongous turnoff if you are, if, if, if you're new or if you just want to, you know, if you're a pretty vanilla couple yeah. and you wanted to want to maybe spice things up a little bit you open this and it is incredibly incredibly graphic you'll see if you guys coming it, at other guys' faces you'll you see guys if you started reading coming... it from
0: the beginning maybe not so cuz it does preface with the, we want you to be safe we want you to be careful you know, and then it 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 has it starts off with a whole section on just knowing yourself and and knowing safety. Well, that's not even
1: what I'm talking about. Exactly, yes. But, they but they I do a great it, job. Of... I think
0: it takes a little bit of time before it gets too graphic.
1: No, I don't think not at all. I, I do not. I have
0: it's... it sitting here. Let's see. No, but well, I'm I'm gonna you keep talking. I'm gonna look for the first cum shot.
1: Or like the first spread pussy, or like the first thing that you you know would be. I mean, it...
0: well, there's there's dildos on page four because they're showing how to how to put an... Put on a condom. There's an anal butt plug on page five. Yeah. With a guy doing a prostate exam. So. And and there's a chick licking another clit on page seven. So you're right. It gets pretty graphic pretty quick.
1: So I think it suffers from an audience problem. Um. And that that that, that could be a turnoff if you're too vanilla. This book could really be a turnoff. Mm-hmm. And if then, then, you're
0: listening to us, you're probably not too vanilla. And
1: if you are. Too advanced. I don't think that the book brings enough to the table. Just like yeah. you were saying, it doesn't have the depth. You already know probably most of this, most of what's going on in here. Right. There's they have some, there's really some
0: terminology good... that I didn't know necessarily about BDSM, or mm-hmm. there's there's probably have... about fifteen different recommendations for fantasies that take the fantasy a step further than I had considered. And they have
1: some really good educational material. The book is incredibly sex positive. They try to really educate and as well as being funny so i have to give it to them for that mm-hmm.
0: it's a fun read i enjoyed reading yeah i, mean, I just it's, didn't it's a, feel a... like i took i didn't take a lot out of it when i left the book when i was done with it i didn't walk out of it thinking man i learned a ton but i did learn some things
1: and the other issue is that the the fantasy part that you mentioned the fa- the the fantasy scenarios dominate the end of the book mm-hmm. i did a probably the last third before yeah be, well not quite before we started recording i ch- did a page count and looked the section on just the fantasies and what i mean is that you know they'll say do a role-playing nurse fantasy or a mm-hmm. uh, or a sergeant and uh right uh you know a sergeant and private scenario now, now for that the don-
0: non-creative type it walks you through Exactly what you need. What what, what you should yeah, get on, for costume. What types of supplies. I mean, it really gives you it gives you lines to say and specific how to yeah. set it up. I mean, it, it really shows you how to walk walks you through but this, which I think is 25% useful. Twenty five
1: percent of the book is these scenarios, and that's all well and good. Except that if you don't find one of the scenarios sexy, then you're reading pages on a scenario that you don't care about. You're you're not mm-hmm. like the uh private. Or the the sergeant and private scenario, I didn't think was something that I would I would be interested in in doing. Right. Well,
0: you're not you're not really into the domination piece, and that was really a one partner dominates the other. Partner. But exactly.
1: So, but I have to read about five pages of this well, scenario. You skip
0: those pages. Now, as I mean both. somebody
1: who finds all the scenarios sexy is one thing. So, I I guess I do want to turn to um, some positives. I think mm-hmm. that they do a great job of. As I said at the beginning, going over, going over some starting some starting tips, letting you know what sex toys are safe, what sex toys, what chemicals in the sex toys you should be using, what types of lubes, what to avoid, mm-hmm. avoiding lube, avoiding uh,
0: sugar, uh, glycerin, near, well, yeah. Near for the instance, pussy. that's
1: the that's the it was this book that really I knew about various um, lubes before, but I really hadn't. Done. We hadn't. We would just buy whatever we wanted to buy from. The, mm-hmm. We really didn't think about the ingredients that much. But yeah. reading this book actually really turned me on to the notion that water-based lube with, with glycerin is very sticky, and that's true. We had that is the lube that we threw away after reading this book was our water-based lube that we yep. always complained was too sticky. So then we went to Amazon, purchased some water-based lube that has uh, no no glycerin in it, and we are good to go. It's fantastic. And,
0: Doesn't get sticky no matter how long we use it.
1: And they for. I, I, I use I said it as a negative earlier for being potentially too graphic, but if you're not turned off by that, if you're already sexually advanced enough where that's not an issue, then it's 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 great. They they don't hide anything, so you know exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing, the scenarios that they're showing, what they're showing. There's no
0: and the text is pretty funny. There's too. no
1: guessing what's going on. You know, they 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 use this term, but what does that actually mean? They show you very graphically, and I think that mm-hmm. that's I actually think that's a positive for me, and also. Um, at the end of every chapter, they have, they, they, um, give you the, the reader options and various tasks to, to educate yourself and talk with your spouse. Communication things where they'll ask you, what scenarios do you find hot? And then write down your scenarios Mm -hmm. and, you know, then talk with your partner. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to communicate with your partner that, you might not be able to come up with on your own that they really are Mm -hmm. able to help you open your mind. What you, maybe you haven't thought about all the things that you are, you could be into sexually. And so, you know, they have a, they have a, at the end of one of the chapters, it's what out of this list, what all do you find hot? What all do you find sexy? And then talk to your spouse about this. And they Mm -hmm. really, they, they really open up the lines of communication where you write this down. You have a good journal where you and your spouse can really discuss things and become closer emotionally and sexually
0: yeah i i think their interactive tools were one of the better part of the book actually we didn't use any of them which <laughs> we might go back and have to do that because i didn't know that that was one of the parts that you liked and it's definitely one of the parts that i liked um like one of the pages i'm looking at it now is what do you consider cheating and there's a whole list of things that's masturbating having phone sex reading erotica viewing pornography video visiting a strip club all, all kinds of things more topics than you probably would think of if you were on your own that would be and and your partner can sit down there's little bubbles to fill in and circle what you think is cheating or what you isn't what you don't and a place for an explanation i think it's a great way for couples who have a hard time talking about certain subjects to talk about it because it's a prompt it's something that Maybe you sit down and you think about independently and you fill it out and then your partner gets your answers and they fill it out and then you sit down and say, okay, let's discuss what we thought about. Mm -hmm. Because for some people it's difficult to verbalize. It's difficult to put into words. Like the example that I was using of what is cheating, if I were to just ask you that point blank without giving you time to really think about it, your response might be very limited. might just be, well, cheating is when you do anything with another person. And then later on come to find out you're uncomfortable with me looking at porn because that's a version of cheating or you're uncomfortable yeah. with me. You know, it, well, it, it really prompts it, it... those detailed depth discussions that you might not otherwise have, especially if you're a couple that's either more closed minded or just there's certain topics that are a little bit more taboo for you. Like, exactly. there's especially like there, there's a section on anal play and it talks about how anal play can be taboo for both men and women mm-hmm. and it it really helps to couples to to get over that
1: hurdle um and i th- i mean you're right we didn't actually go through and each of us independently do the the worksheets that they had and but there's a reason that i didn't because i i read this book before you did and mm-hmm. then you, i read it and yeah, then we didn't you read it, it at the
0: same time it would have been better utilized had we read it the, at the same time
1: the thing is is that i believe just like the text doesn't go in depth i don't think that the worksheets go in depth for us or for probably many of our listeners who to be in this lifestyle that we have talked about communication is the key mm-hmm. and we've already talked about most yeah. pretty much everything on there there's, there's... i wouldn't
0: i i'd be willing to bet money that there's at least one worksheet or two in here that we could find a problem. Well, I'll
1: I'll go along with that. Like here's one
0: that's why don't we have more sex? There's
1: like thirty some chapters. Well, I think we have a lot of sex. We do have a lot of sex. But there's I mean there's thirty I, some chapters. I, I bet
0: there's even swinging couples out there who haven't addressed that, who have that problem.
1: There's thirty some chapters, and there's a worksheet after each one. The chapters are very. Some chapters are a page or two long. Some are five six pages long. Um, the other thing is that I wanted to point out because I don't think we've actually mentioned this yet, but the book is pretty much. Um, completely for, I, w- I wouldn't say monogamous play, but at least one-on-one play. It doesn't, um... Yeah, there's
0: there's no discussion of group sex of any sort. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's you and one
1: other, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you have five one-on-one sessions mm-hmm. with different people, uh, but... They're all one-on-one scenarios, right. essentially. But I mean, that is, I think, does the title? No, the title is not with your partner. I, th- I was thinking it was creative ideas for exciting sex with your partner, but it's it's not. But that's essentially what mm-hmm. it is. But and,
0: it doesn't outline that it has to be uh, heterosexual. It like you were saying, it's pansexual. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's great that they.
1: I would say there's equal descriptions. There's equal descriptions, um, depictions of he- heterosexual, gay, lesbian, mm-hmm. and
0: I don't think there's any transgender.
1: No, in the book. I don't think so. I don't I, I don't think there's any transgender. So what else is is there to talk? I I know that. Going back to what you were saying about how they had uh, the, anal sex specifically is that talking about how it's it's you have to really be um it's taboo it can be taboo and trying mm-hmm. to work through those taboos and um Sometimes the text and the picture are <laughs> incongruent with with each other. Um, why don't you talk about the anal sex?
0: Yeah, I, I only came across this in this one section, but they were portraying anal sex uh, where the woman was penetrating the man, and it may or may not have been his his first time with that. But it was. They were just discussing uh, penetrative anal sex with a. Uh, with a man and in the in the pictures it was a woman who was doing the penetration and in the text of the book it was talking about the need to be comforting to your partner and especially if it's a man and especially if he's concerned about the homosexual taboo that goes along with anal sex and how you need to just be comforting and, and reassuring and go at their own pace and then you go down to the the image and it's this woman with this very dominating face going, "Yeah, you like it when I fuck you hard, bitch," or something like yeah. that. it was just, yeah, where... it, it, it just didn't match up. It made me laugh. But I mean, the
1: point is to be humorous, but there's still the incongruity between. Yeah, and what I could see that being a turn
0: off to some people. But but and... that really only happened once or twice, and I yeah. think it was limited to that one particular chapter. So for me, it's not really a. I, I wouldn't. It doesn't really detract from the book for me. So. So I think that's about
1: it for the book we'll go ahead and wrap this up our last few episodes have been running a little um longer which is okay but we're going to keep our review episodes pretty close to an hour Mm -hmm. uh we don't have our other normal segments in our review episodes so why don't we just wrap it up with each of us giving a uh what we'd give the sex is fun book out of 10 and would we recommend it to to others
0: okay i would give it a six and a half and my recommendation would be yes, buy it with the expectation of having some fun with it if you're a experienced couple. And if you're a lesser experienced couple, I think that there's a lot that you can take away from it.
1: Oh, yeah. There's, there's the, the more the. And I
0: would give Swing an eight and a half.
1: <laughs> the, the, the less experience you have, the more you can take away from this book. Yep. Um, so I would give it, I think I'd go a seven. I could go six and a half, I, th- but I, th- no, I think I'd go a seven, mm-hmm. um, recognizing that there's a lot of things that you can take away from this book that I think we've already heard about, done, mm-hmm. are experienced with that others may or may not be. And so there's a lot of things that they can take away from them. There's the worksheets, which I think are excellent. And yeah.
0: The, the worksheets are almost enough for me to bump it The up to a seven. Also. The worksheets
1: are excellent. And w- with the caveat that, there There's only a handful of them that if you have great communication, you're in the lifestyle you've already mm-hmm. talked about a lot of things that a lot of the worksheets might not be able to right add for you but but,
0: but some of them are still like like write down a, a recent fantasy or mm-hmm. or write down um parts of your body that trouble you and parts of your body that you enjoy. Those are things that I think you can always talk about with your partner
1: mm-hmm. so. And I, I would definitely. Did I say if I'd recommend it? To... I think you said you yeah, would recommend it. Yeah, we both would.
0: agree. We'd recommend it. Yeah. just kind of know what you're getting into. Where you know, so your expectations are where they where they need to be. It's a fun read, regardless of your your level.
1: Yeah, and I think I'd give going back to swing since you gave a number for swing. I would give a swing an eight. I was thinking eight and a half to agree with you, but the episodes are. I'm I'm taking it down that half notch just because episode, every episode is has the exact same structure. I'm, it loses a half a point for being as repetitive as it is, but it's still I hot love
0: reality TV and I like structure. So it's still hot. And that's se- a plus it's still me. hot
1: and sexy, and I love to watch it. So
0: I think my orgasms are what give it the half a <laughs> point extra because I've come during every episode.
1: <laughs> so with that, JB, why don't you take us home?
0: All right. So thank you for listening to episode nine. As usual, we'd like to ask you to send us emails. We've been getting emails from you guys, and we'd love to hear, love to from, hear you from you more. You. Yes, we love it, love it, love it. Send pictures, send, send titties, send cock. We, we'd love to see it all. So you can reach us at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. Of course, if you're listening to this, you've already found us on iTunes, but please go on there and rate us. Good, well, bad, not ugly... not everybody's
1: listening to us on oh, You iTunes. could be on
0: Stitcher, mm-hmm. you could be other places, but you've already found us if you're listening. Mm-hmm. But please go, go on to those forums on Stitcher or iTunes and give us some ratings. Um, we'd love to increase our, our listener span and, and have some more interaction with our listeners and rating us will definitely help with that. And then you can also follow us on Twitter at Swinging Around. No G at the end of swinging. We're not big tweeters, but we'll try and tweet more often. Well, I I had a flurry of tweets
1: around the time of the dirty show. Not a flurry, I I joke, but I tweeted about us going to the dirty show and
0: I th- tweeted a pic out there. So I'm trying to trying to get a little more active with that. Mm-hmm. So so I have to save up my humor. I bottle it up for this show. I can't <laughs> be I I can't be coming all the time.
1: Oh, but you can. <laughs> so all right, everyone, stay sexy. And stay swinging.